Blog Talk Radio. Well, praise the Lord, everybody, and welcome again to Anointed and Appointed Word Ministries with Brother Norman Woodard. I am Brother Norman, and I'll be sharing an anointed and appointed word that will change, challenge, and charge your character to make an impact in this world for the kingdom of God and our Father in heaven. I'd like to send special thanks to Bishop-elect Stephen and Ann Butterfield, who allows me to come before you every Saturday morning and break bread with you. Amen. They have a program which comes on every Saturday evenings at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And the name of their program program is Turn on the Light Broadcast. Turn on the Light Broadcast with Bishop-elect Stephen and Ann Butterfield, which comes on every Saturday evenings at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. They're also the assistant pastors at Light of the World Christian Tabernacle International in Stockbridge, Georgia, where the leaders are Archbishop Ruth W. Smith, who is also the co-founder, and a senior pastor is Pastor Oshabar Hartley with his wife, Lady E. Hartley. They have services every Sunday beginning at 9 a.m. with Sunday school, and 10 a.m. begins their worship service. They have Bible studies every Wednesday, actually every Wednesday at noon, Eastern Standard Time. You can call them to this number, 917-388-4161, and listen to the Bible study live. They also have Bible studies at their location every Wednesday evenings at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. That's Light of the World, Christian Tabernacle International in Stockbridge, Georgia. You can catch them on Facebook, YouTube, and their website is comingtothelight.org. That's comingtothelight.org. Well, thank you once again for calling in. Before we get into the Word, we're going to hear a song. Amen.
but declare it now. Say, oh, no matter what I used to be, say this. said that it was cancer, it doesn't matter. Guess who the victory belongs to? Victory belongs. Victory belongs to you. Victory belongs. Victory belongs to him. Victory belongs to him. Really soft, demand, really soft. Victory belongs to
Hallelujah. You are my strength, God. You are my hope. You're my joy. You're my salvation. You're my everything. And I thank you. Thank you for being everything. For you said, I am that I am. Whatever we need, you are. Thank you, Father, for being everything we need. Hallelujah. Glory. Well, thank you once again for calling in this glorious day. As they say, sunny and bright. Got a nice breeze going. Good morning. So glad you joined us. We'll go ahead and get into the word, amen. Coming out of the book of Ephesians, Ephesians, the sixth chapter, want to send some birthday shout outs. Big bro Fenton just had his birthday a couple of days ago over in Mississippi. And my sister, we call her Ren, Miss Holly. Her birthday is today. Glory to God. Bless y'all. Love you. Thank God for you. And then my my niece reminded me last night that her birthday is is on the way. Be giving her her shout out soon. Missy Money. Well, let's go ahead and get into the word, amen. Coming out of the book of Ephesians. Ephesians, the sixth chapter. Ephesians, the sixth chapter, starting at verse 10. Ephesians, the sixth chapter, starting at verse 10. And it reads, Finally, my brethren, be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. Armor of God, that ye may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. For we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this world, against spiritual wickedness in high places. I'm going to read verse 12 again. And it reads, For we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this world, against spiritual wickedness in high places. 
The title of the message this morning is The Invisible Enemy. The Invisible Enemy. Let us pray. Father, thank you, Lord, for watching over us as we lay down a rest before you. Thank you for charging your angels to be encamped round about, protecting us, keeping us in their care, fighting off all the fiery darts of the enemy to see another day that you have made. For we shall rejoice and be glad in it. Thank you, Father, for your new mercies that came with this day, your all-sufficient grace. Thank you, Father, for your word your word that saves, your word that heals, your word that delivers, your word that sets free all those who are bound and captive in what we call sin. Thank you, Father, for your son, Jesus, who you said to be the propitiation for our sins, to stand in the gap, to live in this earth without sin, and to take the sins of the world to the cross. Hallelujah. To be crucified, to be sacrificed. And Father, thank you for even allowing Jesus to go to hell for us. Hallelujah. But he went on a mission to take the keys of hell from Satan, flipping him of all of his power that was given him through the fall of man. Thank you for raising Jesus up on the third day with all power. Hallelujah. And delegating that power to us. Thank you, Father, for receiving Jesus into heaven with his sinless, precious, conquering blood and seating him on your right hand who you sent to be our guide, to be our teacher, to be our comfort. And thank you for you, almighty God, our Father, creator of all things. Hallelujah. You are our strength. Strength like no one. And thank you, Father, giving us a name that's above every name that we could call on the name of Jesus for who can stand against the Lord. No one can and no one we. Thank you for the victory through your son Jesus. Now, Father, we receive your word. Help us to apply to our life, to make it personal, God, to encourage us, strengthen us, make us ready, God. Build us up and prepare us to go out and do what you called us to do. We thank you and we praise you in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. The invisible enemy. Let's look at our passage again. 
Ephesians the sixth chapter, starting at verse ten. And I'm gonna read it. I'm gonna read it in the New Living Translation. And it reads, A final word. Be strong in the Lord and in his mighty power. Put on all of God's armor so that you will be able to stand firm against all strategies of the devil. For we are not fighting against flesh and blood enemies, but against evil rulers and authorities of the unseen world, against mighty powers in this dark world, and against evil spirits in the heavenly places. Says fighting against flesh and blood enemies, but against evil rulers and authorities of the unseen world. We're talking about the invisible enemy. Let, let, let's go back to, to verse 10, where it reads, a final word says, be strong in the Lord and in his mighty power. Be. The word be, those two letters, are so powerful. Let's, let's look at the word be. Be. I'm going to read some definitions out of the, the Merriam-Webster Dictionary. Be. B means to equal in meaning, have the same connotation as to symbolize, to symbolize means to serve as a symbol of, to represent by a symbol. The word symbol means an authoritative summary of faith or doctrine, a creed. Creed, when, when, I, when I heard heard the word creed, I thought about the movie, Rocky, Apollo Creed, then eventually the, the son, Creed. And, and it's interesting that I thought about that, that movie because it's about boxing. It's about fighting. It's about defending yourself. Bobbing and weaving. But that, 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 that's something else. But creed is a brief authoritative formula of religious belief. Also a guiding principle. That's what a creed is, a guiding principle. Now, going back to symbol, symbol is something that stands for or suggests something else by reason of relationship or association. Now, listen to that. It says something 
that stands for or suggests something else by reason of relationship or association symbol is a visible sign of something invisible. A visible sign of something invisible. It's an act representing something in the unconscious mind that has been repressed. Want to say that again? It's an act representing something in the unconscious mind that has been repressed. The word repressed means to hold in by self-control. You know how you get upset? But as people say, you hold your peace. You, you, you don't react in a way that's going to make you, as some people say, embarrass yourself. to hold in by self-control, to prevent the natural or normal expression, activity, or development. To prevent the natural or normal expression, activity, or development. I'm not going to act the way I used to. I'm going to hold it in. I'm going to prevent that natural or normal expression. To exclude from consciousness. That's what repress means, to exclude from consciousness. Now, going back to the, to the word B, B means to have identity with. I, I want us to listen to these next. To have identity with, to constitute the same class as, to have a specified qualification or characterization, to belong to the class of, to belong to the class. Oh, I like that. Let's go to Philippians. Philippians, the second chapter. Philippians, the second chapter. I'm going to start at verse 5. To belong to the class of, to identify with. To have a specified qualification or characterization. Philippians second chapter, starting at verse five. And it reads, Let this mind be in you. Also in Christ Jesus, who being in the form of God, thought it not robbery to be equal with God, but made himself of no reputation and took upon him the form of a servant 
and was made in the likeness of men. And being found in fashion as a man, he humbled himself and became obedient unto death, even the death of the cross. Wherefore God also hath highly exalted him and given him a name which is above every name, that at the name of Jesus, every knee shall bow of things in heaven and things in earth and things under the earth, and that every tongue shall confess that Jesus Christ is Lord. Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father. This is Paul telling the the people in Philippi, have the mind of Christ. Let this mind be in you, which was also in Christ Jesus. I want to read that in the the New Living Translation. Philippians, the second chapter, starting at verse 5. In the New Living Translation, and it reads, you must have the same attitude that Christ Jesus had. Listen to that. The same attitude. That's, that, that's why we can't respond a certain way. We can't act a certain way. We have to prevent that natural or normal expression. Said you must have the same attitude that Christ Jesus had. Though he was God, he did not think of equality with God. Now I I I, I felt from there. Let's 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 look at Saint John, Saint John first chapter. Just want to show us something. Saint John first chapter, verse one. And it reads, in the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. The Word was God. Okay? Verse 14 reads, and the Word was made flesh and dwelt among us, and we beheld his glory as the glory, the glory as of the only begotten of the Father, full of grace and truth. But I, I wanted to point out where it says the word who, who, who is Jesus, so in the beginning was Jesus, and Jesus was with God. And Jesus was God. Just wanted to point that out. Not 
saying that he is almighty God, but he was also there in the beginning with them. So so when it when it when it says that though he was God, now now understand that talking about his mentality, his his mind. And 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 we can't we can't think naturally. We have to think spiritually. Says though he was God, he did not think of equality with God. See, see, there's the difference. He didn't think of equality with God as something to cling to. Said he gave up his divine privileges. He took the humble position of a slave and was born as a human being. Jesus became one of us. Jesus became one of us. He became a human being. When he appeared in human form, he humbled himself in obedience to God and died a criminal's death on a cross. Therefore, God elevated him to the place of highest honor and gave him the name above all other names, that at the name of Jesus, every knee should bow in heaven and on earth and under the earth, and every tongue confess that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of of God the Father. We have the mind of Christ. We we, we must think like he did. For though he was in this earth, he was not of it. Though he was in this earth, he was unbounded. Though he was in this earth, he still berated in authority because he knew who he was. And that's who we must identify with. We're in the same class as. That's the class we belong to. And I like I like these these next definitions of the word be. To be born. The next one is be by nature. 
And then the last one is live. That's what the word be To be born, to be by nature, and live. Let's look at St. John. St. John, the third chapter. Starting at verse 1. And it reads, there was a man of the Pharisees named Nicodemus, a ruler of the Jews. The same came to Jesus by night and said unto him, Rabbi, we know that thou art a teacher come from God, for no man can do these miracles that thou doest except God be with him. Jesus answered and said unto him, Verily, verily, I say unto thee, except a man be born again. There it is. To be born. Except a man be born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. He see it with your natural eye. He understand it with your natural intellect. Verse 4 says, Nicodemus says unto him, how can a man be born when he is old? Can he enter the second time into his mother's womb and be born? Jesus answered, verily, verily, I say unto thee, except a man be born of water and of the spirit, cannot enter into the kingdom of God. Now, the word water represents the word of God being washed by the water of the word of God. It's Holy Spirit. So, except a man be born of water and of the spirit, he cannot enter into the kingdom of God. That which is born of the flesh is flesh, and that which is born of the spirit is spirit. Marvel not that I said unto thee, ye must be born again. That's why I always say, even if someone thinks or believes that they were born a certain way. Even David said, in iniquity and born into sin. So no 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 matter how we were born, this right here says we must be born again. We must be born again. So no no matter how we were born in the natural, we can't stay that way. We must be born spiritually. 
word of God and Holy Spirit just wanted to share that but it says we must be born again so that, that that's why the definition to be born and live stuck out to me it, it, it reminded me of what Jesus told Nicodemus. You can't figure this out. You can't understand it in the natural, no matter how much education you have. Now let's go to Second Corinthians. Second Corinthians, the fifth chapter. Second Corinthians, the fifth chapter, talking about the invisible. Second Corinthians, the fifth chapter, starting at verse 14. And I'm going to read it in the Amplified. And it reads, for the love of Christ controls and urges and impels us because we are of the opinion and conviction that if one died for all, then all die. And he died for all so that all those who live, does that work? For all those who live might live no longer to and for themselves, but to and for him who died and was raised again for their sake. Consequently, from now on, we estimate and regard no one from a purely human point of view in terms of natural standards of value. See, the, 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 the physical person that you see is really not person is. It's just a, a, a body that is carrying the spirit who is the actual person. Spirits who live in body and has a soul. It's called a triune being. That's who we are. Says we're not who you think we are. Consequently, from from now on, we estimate and regard no one from a purely human point of view in terms of natural standards of value. No, even though we once did estimate Christ from a human viewpoint and as a man, yet now we have such knowledge of him that 
we know him no longer in terms of the flesh. Those who are living in the spirit. We don't see things in the natural. Verse 17 reads, therefore, if any person is engrafted in Christ Jesus, the Messiah, he is a new creation, a new creature altogether. The old, previous moral and spiritual conditions have passed away. Behold, the fresh and new has come. The old has passed away. The new has come. But all things are from God, who through Jesus Christ reconciled us to himself, received us into favor, brought us into harmony with himself, and gave to us the ministry of reconciliation, that by word or deed we might aim to bring others into harmony with us. That's why we were born again. To bring others into harmony with us. To bring others into harmony with him. It was God personally present in Christ, reconciling and restoring the world to favor with himself, counting up and holding against men their trespass. Thank you, Jesus. But canceling them and committing to us the message of reconciliation, of the restoration of faith. So we are Christ's ambassadors, God making his appeal, as it were, through us. We, as Christ's personal representatives, beg you for his sake to lay hold of the divine favor now offered you and be reconciled to God. For he has made him to be sin for us who knew no sin, that we might be made the righteousness of God in him. That's who we are. To be born, be by nature, to live in Christ Jesus. Now let's go back to Ephesians. Ephesians 6th chapter. Ephesians 6th chapter. It says, in verse 10, it says, put on the whole, well, verse 11, 
says, put on the whole armor of God that ye may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil, the wiles of the devil, the methods, the different means, plans, and schemes used to deceive and trap and slave and ruin the souls of men. Satan comes to steal, kill, and destroy. That, that's what he wants to do. Steal, kill, and destroy. He's the enemy. So how do we recognize the enemy? Let's look at St. Luke. St. Luke 4 chapter. How do we recognize the enemy? St. Luke, the fourth chapter. Throw that verse one. And it reads, and Jesus being full of the Holy Ghost, that's key. You can't recognize the enemy, the 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 invisible enemy. Unless you're full, you're full of the Holy Ghost. Jesus said, "You you you cannot see the kingdom born again. Have to see it through your spiritual eyes." And Jesus, being full of the Holy Ghost, returned from Jordan and was led by the Spirit into the wilderness, being 40 days tempted of the devil. And in those days, he did eat nothing. And when they were ended, he afterward hungered. And the devil said unto him, most of the time, the devil is going to show up when you're at your weakest. Said he, he he was without food for forty days, and he was hungry. That's when the devil. That's when the devil showed up. Says, "If thou be the Son of God," questioning his identity. If thou be the Son of God. Command this stone that it be made bread. And Jesus answered him saying, it is written that man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word of God. And the devil taking him up into a high mountain showed unto him all the kingdoms of the world in a moment of time. And the devil said unto him, all this power, will I give thee. And the glory of them, for that is delivered unto me and to whomsoever I will give it. Now understand, Jesus was already full of the Holy Ghost. 
Jesus knew who he was. And Satan, the devil, the, 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 the enemy is telling him, I will give you all of this. I will give you this power. And then he said, if thou therefore will worship me, all shall be done. That's what the devil wants. The devil wants to be worshipped. That's what he wants. He wants us to bow down to him. He said, and Jesus answered and said unto him, get thee behind me, Satan. For it is written, Thou shalt worship the Lord thy God, and him only shalt thou serve. See, he recognized the enemy because led by the Spirit. That's how he was able to recognize. Let's look at St. Matthew 16 real quick. St. Matthew, the 16th chapter. This is when, when, when Jesus asked the disciples, who do men say that I am? And Peter said, thou art the son of God, the Christ, the son of the living God. This, this, this is what, G, what, what, what Peter said. But then over in verse 21, it reads, from that time forth began Jesus to show unto his disciples how that he must go unto Jerusalem and suffer many things of the elders and chief priests and scribes and be killed and be raised again the third day. See, what, what, what stuck out was him being killed, not being raised again the third day. Verse 22 reads, then Peter took him and began to rebuke him, saying, be it far from me, Lord, this shall not be unto thee. So after Jesus had, had shared with them how he must go before the elders and be killed, and on the third day, be raised again, Peter was focused on Jesus being killed. So he it said he, he took Jesus. And began to rebuke him, 
saying, be it far from thee, Lord, this shall not be unto thee. But he turned and said unto Peter, Jesus did. Jesus turned and said unto Peter, get thee behind me, Satan. Thou art an offense unto me, for thou savorest not the things that be of God, but those that be of men. See, Jesus recognized who the enemy was. It wasn't Peter. We don't we don't we don't wrestle against flesh and blood. He recognized who was speaking. The invisible enemy. So 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 we must first recognize the enemy. And then secondly, we must resist the enemy. Let's go to first Peter. First Peter the fifth chapter. First Peter the fifth chapter, verses eight and nine. And it reads Be sober, be vigilant, because your adversary the devil, as a roaring lion, walketh about seeking whom he may devour. That's what Satan is doing. That's what the invisible enemy is doing. He's going around like a roaring lion trying to put fear in people because that's his access. Satan's access is fear. Seeking whom he may devour. Verse 9 reads, Whom resist steadfast in the faith. That's the only way we can resist Satan. That's the only way we can resist the invisible enemy. In the faith. Knowing that the same afflictions are accomplished in your brethren in the world. So that's why we can't get caught up with who Satan is using. Yes, it's that that, that person just like just like Peter was rebuking Jesus. That person is being used by the invisible enemy. So, so, so we must recognize the enemy, and we must resist the enemy. Then we must remove the enemy. And the way we remove the enemy is draw nigh. Unto God. Draw nigh unto God. Resist the devil. 
And then it says he will flee. That's how we remove. Draw nigh unto God. And as we draw nigh to God, God is drawing nigh to us. And the closer we get to God, further away we get from Satan. And once we're in the presence of God, says Satan, please. That's how we remove. Stay in God's presence. And the way we stay in his presence is in his word. Because his word is him. His word is him. So if we stay in his word, then we stay in his presence. And if we stay in his presence, it's removed. So we must recognize him by being in the spirit. We resist him. And we remove him in God's presence. The invisible enemy. Father, thank you for showing us who the invisible enemy is. It's not the person, but it's the invisible enemy that's using the person. So just like Jesus spoke to Satan, told him to get thee behind me, Satan, help us to recognize the invisible enemy. Help us to resist the invisible enemy. Help us to remove the invisible being in Christ. We thank you and we praise you. In the mighty name of Jesus, amen. Amen. The invisible enemy. Love you. God bless you. I'll see you next week. Anointed and appointed word minister with Brother Norman Wood. Recognize, resist, and remove the invisible enemy. By being led and being in the faith and being in the presence of God through his word.
Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S. based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware.